taught us to come to the Father? What if you could listen in on a conversation between Jesus and the Father? How would that be? How many of you would like to just be close by when Jesus started talking to his Father? Would that be an awesome experience? I think it would. Well, then open your Bible and let's just listen in. Anybody know where I'm going? John chapter 17. I want you to listen to Jesus talk to his Father. Now, these words were spoken by Jesus the last night of his earthly life. Before he was beaten and crucified the next day, that night prior to that, he was with his disciples. They had had a dinner and they went to a place to pray called the garden. These words were either spoken on the way there or after they got there. John, who hung on to every word that fell from Jesus' lips, John, who was the youngest of the group and obviously had more energy, John, who was called the Apostle of Love after Jesus rose from the grave and changed his life so completely, John, who was known previously as one of the Sons of Thunder, and he earned that title. By the way, when you earn a title, it sticks until you earn another one. I believe there were times when Jesus just had to say to John, could, could you give me a little room? Could, could you just move back a little bit? I need some space here. You know, I have to go to the restroom now, John. Would you uh, cool it for a minute? I think John was that way. I think, I think he pursued Jesus relentlessly, but this night he was tired. It says that Jesus that night took James and John and who? Peter. He went to the garden. He took those three. Why those three? Because those three were on his coattail constantly. Are you pursuing him? And he told the remaining nine, you wait here because Judas isn't with him. He said, you wait here. And he took those three and he went a little farther into the garden. And then he told them, you wait here. I'm going over there to pray. And John was an earshot. John was an earshot of him. And listen, he heard Jesus do this. He said, Father, Father. It is said that Jesus only said our Father one time. Can anybody guess where that was? What we call the Lord's Prayer, which really isn't the Lord's Prayer. It's our prayer, isn't it? Because they ask Him, teach us to pray. The Lord's Prayer is right here in John 17. This is the Lord's Prayer. Father, the hour has come. He knows what he's facing. It's been revealed to him by the Spirit. He knows the Scriptures. He knows who he is. He knows what's coming. Glorify your Son so that the Son may glorify you. Remember how he taught us to start out our prayer? Our Father. Say it with me. Our Father who art in heaven. What? Hallowed be thy name. Glorify your name, Father. First and foremost, Father, it's your glory. I love you so much. For you gave him, meaning himself, all authority over all flesh, so he may give eternal life to all you have given him. This is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and the one you have sent, Jesus Christ. I have glorified you on the earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Now, Father... Glorify me in your presence. See that presence? Even the Son of God himself desired the presence of his Father. With the glory that I had with you before the world existed. So first in his prayer 
was his relationship with the Father. Second was he prayed for those disciples that he knew would be left behind. And third, he prayed for all believers that were to come after them. So we've listened in on Jesus talking to his Father. And we've observed that there is tremendous respect and there is relationship, there is understanding, and there is longing. You say, well, Jim, Jesus... Are you saying that he was separated from the Father because he was on earth and the Father was in heaven? Well, we know that the Holy Spirit in Jesus constantly kept him in touch with the Father. But there was something about him knowing where he came from that he longed for. Have you ever been away from home? And though you knew your your relatives, your family, they loved you, but you longed to be there. I think Jesus remembered heaven. And this little globe, friend, don't even come close. We used to say in the 60s about the bad experience of Vietnam. How you going to keep, and the military, how you going to keep them down on the farm once they've seen the farm? Jesus looked at this old world full of sin. And he had compassion and he desired to save it. But it was not his home. And church, it is not your home. You are a stranger. You are a pilgrim. This is a temporary place for you. Heaven is your home. Your Father is in heaven. That's where we're going. That's the goal. That's the objective. The things that we have down here, they're wonderful. Enjoy them. But don't get caught up in them. And don't get attached to them. Because there is no permanency in this life. But there is in that life. Hallelujah. There is in that life.